What is going on, senores and senores? Welcome on into tonight's Flyers game recap as we look at Tuesday night's Flyers loss in overtime against the Columbus Blue Jackets. The second time we have faced off against the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, in what seems to be last week and a half. And this tonight was a tough one where the Flyers battled back. It was a much tighter performance than what we saw in Columbus about a week and a half ago. And so here for the Philadelphia Flyers um, tonight, you saw a lot of hard work. You saw the Flyers go down 2 nothing. You saw them battle back. And we all know how the Flyers' talent right now is a little bit thin. But at the end of the day, you're seeing the progressions with this hockey team. Are the, are the performances turning into wins and long, are wins? No, they're not turning all into wins. And right now the Flyers are in a little bit of a losing streak. But this is a different Flyers team. You are seeing the effort. You are seeing the fight from these guys week, game in and game out. And you're seeing players really step up. Guys like Travis connecting. What an absolute great game that he had. Uh, I thought Carter Hart was standing on his goddamn head yet again. Noah Cates stepping up as far as one of the youngsters on this hockey team. And so although the, the reality started starting to settle in here with the Philadelphia Flyers, um, the reality is, is that this team is different. The talent may not be there, but the mindset is there, and the groundwork and the foundation of this hockey team is being set up here already here with John Tortorella as he's doing a really, really good job. Uh, we'll talk about Torts. He obviously took a lot of headlines here today um, with just his antics and just um, just John Tortorella being John freaking Tortorella. It's, uh, it's actually pretty freaking hilarious. Um, so... Uh, real quick, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome everyone here to tonight's Flyers game recap. A reminder tonight, the Flyers lost 5-4 to four in overtime against the Columbus Blue Jackets in Columbus. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we have Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and of course, we got DSN Media live here with us talking about tonight's game. Of course, the comment section is open right now, so drop your comments, questions, and concerns in there. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, drop in the link to come in the comment section. I'm sorry, the link to come in the show is in the comment section is what I meant to say. So copy and paste that bad boy. Coming backstage, let's talk some Flyers hockey. Let's talk Flyers, let's talk NHL, let's talk hockey in general. So that link is in the comments section right now. And, of course, a reminder tonight's Flyers game recap is sponsored by Lots Rain Watches. If folks are in the market for a brand-new watch, consider checking out Lots Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bargain price. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, when you use my promo code at the checkout page, you will receive 10% off of your purchase of a Lots Ring watch. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys take advantage of this great deal and make sure you guys head on over to Lot to Ring Watches. Awesome, awesome stuff. All right, guys. Let's get into this, guys. Let's start off by talking about the lines here tonight for the Philadelphia Flyers. Reminder, some major injuries here with this hockey team. You still are without Cam Atkinson, still are without Wade Allison, um, you're still are without Sean Couturier, Ryan L. So the list continues on here for the Philadelphia Flyers as they keep trying to trot out some players. Now, the thing is here tonight, not only were you dealing with your fair share of injuries, but Columbus as well had significant injuries on the ice and they were a little bit thin and they have to rely on some young players in this one as well. Um, you're also without um, Bobby Brink. Bobby Brink still out as well. Patrick Brown too. We'll see what he's supposed to be coming back soon, from my understanding, but that he's also on the injury list. So 
to start this game off, the Flyers did start off uh, on, on the right note. They got a couple shots on goal, and um, before you know it, they had more shots than the Columbus Blue Jackets. In the spur of a moment, Columbus kind of took away uh, all the momentum in, in the first period, and Columbus really put put the foot on the gas pedal. Um, they get their goal uh, it, with uh, eight sorry eight minutes into the period. They get the first goal by Sean Farley, and it's a one nothing game here for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, it was definitely a period where the Colum- where the Blue Jackets definitely were the better team and they had the better opportunities. Uh, but the Flyers were not giving up, and in the second period things kind of did change. You did have a Columbus Blue Jacket goal to kind of start off by Boone Jenner, but things changed right after that. Uh, as with uh, in, with um, eight minutes left into the period, Kevin Hayes was able to get on the on the board here. Um, as he gets a he gets a puck here from uh, a great this was a great play set up by Travis Konechny as he kind of skates behind the net. Finds uh, Kevin Hayes wide open in front of the net, and he was able to rip that from a bad boy. And that got the game now a 2-1, cut the lead in half, 2-1. And then four minutes later, Noah Cates with Zach McEwen. Zach McEwen, a great job on that one, uh, being able to hit the fast break with Noah Cates and finding Noah Cates not being selfish, and Noah Cates was able to put that um, into that. And now it's a tied-up game, 2-2. Two to two. And just like that, the Flyers fall all the way back. And there was a moment in that game where a moment tonight where it just felt like the Flyers, hey, here we go. The hurricane event is about to happen. You're down 2 nothing. It's about to pour down on these guys. Because that kind of happened against the Columbus Blue Jackets when you faced off again, faced off against them about a week ago. So you really wanted to see how the Flyers would respond to that. And seeing them come back in the way they did was truly, truly great. Um, Elvis Merzinklis, uh was came out of the game after that Noah Cates goal. Um, and then you got uh, Corpus, Corpus Salo coming in the game. And so now you got a, you got a different mindset. Now you got a goal, different goaltender. Now you definitely want to test this goaltender who just came into this, into this game. And so for the Flyers, it was about testing that. But unfortunately, though, the Blue Jackets got to work uh, in the midst of a, of a minute. I'm not even kidding. In the midst of. 13 seconds, the Columbus Blue Jackets in the beginning of the third period put up two goals, two goals in the span of 13 seconds. It, it was truly crazy. The cannons going off twice. We did not expect that to happen. And just like that, the momentum went right back to Columbus. And what happened, what happened next truly shows that this team is completely different. Because in that moment, the Flyers could have absolutely rolled over and said, we lost this game. 13 seconds, two goals. But the Flyers did, they didn't give up. That's the beautiful part about this. About a minute later into the game, Nick Steeler from the blue line was able to uh, was able to rip one. And he gets it into net with a couple of help of some deflections. And it makes it a 3-4 game. And then five minutes later, you get the game tying goal by who else? The man of the fucking game, Travis Connecting. Great hard work, finds some trash in front of the net and turns it into goal and puts the puck in the back of the net to tie the bad boy up on a power play, on a five on four situation. Travis Connecting tonight finishes with a goal and an assist. Again, absolutely killing. 
So now with a 4-4 game at the end of regulation, you got to go into overtime. And three-on-three hockey, we all know anything can happen. And unfortunately, Columbus caught the Flyers on a on a on a three-on-one situation. And Vladishev Gavrekla Vladish hold on, Vladislav Gavrikov. See that? And I know my pronunciation. He gets the goal. Absolutely snipes this puck right through Carter Hart's glove side, right between his arm and his side. And that would do it here for the Philadelphia Flyers as a hard-fought map game between both sides. You know, Columbus also fought hard. This was a back-and-forth game. Columbus gave off two goal, two, two goal deficits. So two times, they gave off two goal deficits as the Flyers came back. And they still found them to get the win. So, of course, kudos to the Columbus Blue Jackets for, for staying with it. But, you know, that's just an unfortunate situation. Um, at the end of the day, although that there were, you did fight hard, um, you know, there's just a little bit defensively tonight. You definitely don't want to allow five goals, right? 33 shots were taken here tonight by the Columbus Blue Jackets on the Flyers. Carter Hart was absolutely fantastic again, making tough save after tough save. And it really felt like the Blue Jackets were definitely trying to open up Carter Hart. What I mean by that, a lot of passes from side to side. They were definitely loving the east-west passing game and just trying to make Carter Hart slide from left to right and try to stretch him out. A couple of opportunities the Columbus Blue Jackets had on that. They obviously were able to capitalize that in overtime as they got the game winning goal. But unfortunately, um, that's, that's, just, that's just kind of how the game ends. Um, tonight you had your usual lines. Uh, obviously, you're still battling injuries. So for Tortorella, it's it's about working with what you got, right? And still, they are still trying to work with what they got. So your top line, Kevin Hayes centering, Travis connecting, Owen Tippett. Your second line with Noah Cates back at center centering, Scott Lawton and Joel Farabee. Your third line, Morgan Frost centering, Max Willman with Zach McEwen, Max Willman, Maxwell Willman coming back. Here tonight uh, for the first time in a couple weeks. Your last, your fourth and final line, Lucas Zedlack censoring Kiefer Bellows and Nick Delore A. Um, again, Travis Connecting to me by far was the best player on the ice. And uh, honestly, it, there's no argument, at least for me, Travis Connect has been the best player for this hockey team thus far in the season. He, the hustle he's been playing with. The offensive reduction he's been playing with as well. Tonight he finishes with five shots on goal um, and 19 minutes of, uh, of ice time. He was 100% on faceoffs as well, which is pretty impeccable too. But overall, his energy has been really what the Flyers have needed. And when you need a contribution the most, there is Travis Connecty giving you that contribution. And to me, it's it's been really fun watching him play, watching him come back to playing that Travis Connecty, that little – a little asshole that teams hate playing against, and he, and he was there. Um, you know, in the in first intermission, they interviewed Travis Konechny um, on the bench, and, you know, he was talking about how that line, that top line with, with Kevin Hayes, TK, and with Owen Tippett, they couldn't get things going in that first period. They really did absolutely nothing. And if anything, they turned the puck over a little bit too much. But the way they kind of turn it on in the second period, they so far obviously your lines a little bit thin right now with the injuries, but they thus far have been a line that Torrell 
has no choice but to keep them together. And they've been playing really well together as well. Especially when you have kind of the veteran tutelage that Kevin Hayes has. The two guys out on the wings who are really aggressive. You know, Owen Simpson is playing very aggressive as well. They shot some goal here tonight too. And we know what TK is doing this year as well. Now in the first period, I think one of the issues that I saw, the Columbus Blue Jackets had the puck way too much in our, in our zone. You know, at times I do think that the Flyers should focus on having better possession with the puck, especially when you are in their zone. That's something that they can continue working on, and that could be things that can definitely alleviate some pressure off of the Flyers. Listen, at the end of the day, when it comes to the Columbus Blue Jackets, although they were missing some key pieces, I mean, number one, Johnny Goudreau was freaking off, and he, you know damn well when Johnny Goudreau sees the Philadelphia Flyers on the calendar, He's going to circle that a couple times. And he, and he definitely showed up to play here tonight as well. And, and, and I think that what's the beauty about Goudreau, we know how talented he is. But he's a two-way player on, on offense. And what I mean by that, not only can he get the puck in the net, he, he's really good at doing that, but he can also create for others. And that's what makes him so difficult. And that's kind of why I really heavily advocated for the Flyers to go out and get, get him. Because he just is one of those players that just makes everyone better. And I just don't see why you couldn't do what you're doing right now with him there. And I hate to go back to revisionist history, but it, it, it'll never make sense to me. Just the moves that this team has done. And when you have one of the best players begging you to kind of take them, and you're just like, yeah, we just can't get rid of these contracts. Well, why did you give them out in the first place? And this is what we're going to have to talk about for the next couple years or so. I, I, I really want to watch this game again for the simple fact that I want to watch the defenders because it just did feel a little bit like Carter Hart had to work. He had to make some big saves here tonight as well. And there was a lot of opportunities for the Blue Jackets where, you know, they, they, they get a turnover near the blue line and are speeding the other way and leaving Carter Hart on a one-on-one situation. Um, the first goal, and I'm going to go back to it, the first goal in the third period by Boone Jenner, now, that breakaway, I mean, that was coming off of a, off of a turnover near the blue line, going full seam the other way. That's something that needs to get fixed as well. Can't have those easy can't – have, can't allow those easy opportunities there uh, for the Flyers. I'm sorry, for the Blue Jackets. Um, I will say this. Torch definitely heavily leaned on not only his top two lines. He, I mean, he really, really, if you look at it tonight, he really went heavy with the top two lines. Um, he mixed in that third line, but that fourth line really did not get a lot of play here tonight. Um, and we'll see what if he continues uh, switching these around now. Obviously, I think right now what we're all looking forward to is some further news on Wade Allison. Definitely a big blow. He was having a great year, and it seemed like he started finding a role with his hockey team for him to suffer another injury. Definitely absolutely sucks, but we'll see what the future holds for him. But I think the one that we all are really looking forward to is Cam Atkinson because he's been on the ice. like He's been practicing with the dudes and just really no update of what, why he's not out there playing you know, going through the full motions. And we're going to have to wait and see what that is all about. But 
that would be a big help and a big boost if you can find a way um, to get Cam Atkinson back. Now, I, I want to show you guys um, <laughs> this interview is kind of, it was a story of tonight. Thank you. Okay. Towards you guys gave up the first goal. Just, just thoughts on your team start here so far in the first 15 plus minutes. We Towards you guys gave up the first goal. Just, just thoughts on your team start here so far in the first 15 plus minutes. We suck. We haven't forechecked. We haven't done anything as of right now. What do you want to see differently? Forecheck. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Towards you guys gave up guys the first goal. Just. Me. Can't tell me you did not love hearing that. I I love Tortorella. I, I I I think that in today's day and age, you know, there's there's always, and especially in every league, in every professional sports league, it's like, what's a prototypical coach? What are we actually going out and looking for? And this hockey team clearly need a culture shift, a culture shock. And what John Tortorella has been able to do is come here and change the whole culture around. There's accountability. You know, you hear how these guys are talking now. It's not about wins. It's not about goals. It's about working your ass off and allowing things to work on its own. I always talk about control what you can control. What the Flyers can control going forward is the work that they put in in these games. And you can clearly tell, even throughout this losing streak, the reason why I fly, the Flyers are on a losing streak is because of the lack of talent. I truly believe that. We talked about that. The lack of talent was only going to take this hockey team so far. But the mentality and the way that these guys play, what, what Tortorella has instilled in these guys, is the reason why this team has looked so much different. Now, I don't know what's going to happen going on down the line in the season because I, don't, I still think that lack of talent is only going to get you so far. You, know, you can only rely on some of these young AHL kids for so long. But – if you can get some key pieces back, anything can happen. This team is completely different. These, this team will muck and grind, find a way to score a goal. And look, one thing we talked about before is that New York Islanders effect from 2020 and 2021, I guess, if you want to throw that in too. But the time where you played the Islanders, and if you had a lead going to the third quarter, you knew damn well that no matter how big of the lead it was, you cannot rest on your laurels and think that you're, you got an easy victory going on against the, against the New York Islanders. And tonight, the Flyers proved to you again that there's no such thing as an easy victory going up against the Philadelphia Flyers in 2022-23. They fought back. Twice they came back down two goals and tied up the game. They couldn't even finish the job. And I know the wins and losses aren't happening now, which I do believe now the Flyers are at 500 if I – I'm not mistaking myself here, which we can always find here. Um, despite the record here, though, for the Philadelphia Flyers, I will say this. This team has played much, much better. And I think that the style of hockey that these guys are playing is something that we can all genuinely, genuinely get down with. It's, it's been a lot of fun. And they'll bounce back, guys. And they'll, they'll definitely bounce back. It'll definitely help if you can get some more talent in here as well. So problem is right now, um, you are on a little bit of a losing skid uh, with that loss now. And that game was, uh, was five days ago. So you had to play in Columbus five days ago, come back home for two, and then go back out to Columbus for, for one. Now you got to go out up to Boston 
for a Thursday night showdown against the Bruins, who are also having a great season under a coach that I actually was thinking about getting for this past all season. But kudos to Montgomery. Uh, he got a second opportunity. He's doing a great job with it. Uh, but we got them on Thursday. Saturday, you got the Montreal Canadiens. Um, and then mon next Monday, you got Cal the Calgary Flames, followed by the Washington Capitals, followed by the Pittsburgh Penguins, followed by back-to-back -back against the New York Islanders home and away, followed by the Lightning, followed by the Devils, followed by the Habs, followed by the Flyers. I'm sorry, obviously, the followed by the Cavs. So realistically, this is like a, what, three-week stretch? And all those are quality opponents that I just mentioned. Maybe the Canadiens, not as much. But traveling to Montreal never is easy. But, dude, I mean, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quality opponents the Flyers are going to go up against in these next couple of weeks. So we're going to learn a little bit more about this hockey team, and we will see um, what they give us going forward here in these next couple of weeks. But tonight is a is a loss, but hey, it it, it was a hard fall loss, right? It, you you went all the way into overtime. It just wasn't working in your way tonight, and that and that's okay, and that that is okay. Um, Tortorella, uh, one more point about Tortorella. Obviously, great dude, great coach. We love. Him. <laughs> Does anyone notice what he looked like tonight? And anyone notice John Torello's face? Dude, Torts got kicked in the face with, by a damn horse. <laughs> Talk about getting the respect of your guys. He's got all the respect from his dudes. These guys are out there thinking that John Tortorello went to a bar and got into a bar brawl and showed up to the barn like that. Dude, I love Torts, man. He, he's he's going to be a lot of fun. Listen, this team might not win a lot this year, but it's going to be fun to watch. Hard-fought hockey, physical, muck and grind, blue-collar Philly hockey. You can't – got to love that. But I would like to see some elegant hockey as well. I'd like to see some goals, and that will come in time. But we shall see. All right, guys, going to do it for tonight's Flyers game recap. Again, the Flyers lose in overtime against Columbus Blue Jackets, a 5-4 to four final score. And we'll be back on Thursday as we face off against the Boston Bruins. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching. If you guys enjoyed today's Flyers content, make sure you guys hit that like button. Subscribe for more Philly sports. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us wherever you stream podcasts as well. We're available on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Find us under Oi and Philly Sports. And as a reminder, we are sponsored by Lots of Rain Watches. If you folks are in the market for a brand new watch, consider checking out Lots of Rain Watches. High-quality watches at a bar. Right now, I'm going to use my promo code at the checkout page. Use the, uh, use the promo code Barcelo Philly for 10% off of your purchase of a Lotterine watch. So, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you guys check them out and make sure you guys use the promo code Barcelo Philly for 10%, ladies and gentlemen, 10% off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I go by name El Barcelo Philly, and I am telling you guys, let's go, Flyers. Talk to you guys soon.